This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Well, hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters, Head of Retail Strategy at Acadia. And today I'm joined by another colleague from Acadia, Slatanat Pejovic, who has been with Acadia, formerly Bobsled, when she first started for five years now. Her current role is Senior Account Specialist. And Zlatana loves working on Amazon, helping our clients improve their sales and visibility on the platform. When she helps sellers and vendors become more visible, she's also helping Amazon customers to find the most convenient product. Amazon is an ever-changing platform which allows discovering new opportunities constantly and frequently developing new processes, which makes her job very dynamic and creative, especially in terms of large catalogs, which is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the show, Zlatana. Hi, hi everyone, and thank you, Kiri, for such a warm welcome to the show. I'm happy to be a part of this topic, to be completely honest, because I really enjoy working with large apparel catalogs. Yes, and it is a you certainly have a wealth of knowledge in this area. It's something that there's not a whole lot of you know published content and best practices about. People are kind of feeling their way around in the dark a lot of the time. So we're going to demystify this topic for anyone out there who, especially apparel, footwear, but any category or brand that has a very large number of SKUs is going to benefit greatly from this. For sure. So Zlatana, what is your job at Acadia and what do you like about it? Yeah, my job here is, well, I'm currently at the position of senior account specialist. So what that involves is basically managing all things Amazon operations, case management, taking care of the catalogs. Basically, when I started off as account specialist, that gave me an invaluable source of knowledge and actually a great playground for all things Amazon operations related. What I especially enjoy when it comes to this role is basically having hands on everything. So apart from having this freedom to organize a whole project and to communicate with our clients selling on the Amazon platform, I also oversee the account metrics and operations, and I've been constantly in touch with the latest changes and the new Amazon requirements. So we all know that Amazon is a very dynamic platform with constant changes all around, and I like to be in touch with this because that helps eventually all our clients. So we are all in the, we all know the actual movements, the constant movements when it comes to Amazon requirements. So I started from scratch, basically, and I got to know all things Amazon. So this is something that I really enjoy because it's an ever-changing process. Wonderful. And in that period of time, you've worked with a number of our apparel and footwear clients on Amazon, including Saks, Tommy John, and Bionic. So what are the challenges that apparel brands specifically have on Amazon? Well, in my experience so far, 
there's been like a constant need when it comes to Amazon to update the attributes to their Amazon's requirements in terms of new attributes or current attribute updates. So what that basically means is that there's always some new requirement regarding the attributes that are mandatory or like size changes, variation theme changes. So when it comes to the large catalogs, this means that this process has to be implemented on a large number of listings. So that eventually takes a lot of planning and time. So it also becomes a bit more trickier when there are parent-child groups involved. So that's, in my experience, again, so far, that's been one of the things and one of the processes that actually takes a lot of time and a lot of planning and energy. And this, in terms of large catalogs, it gets even bigger. So so when you say attributes, can you give share some examples of what attributes might be? Of course. So each listing has a certain number of attributes like product title, like bullets, product description, then depending on the variation theme, if there are parent-child groups involved, color names, size names, brand names. So basically everything that you find required by Amazon while creating a listing that is called an attribute, like a part of the listing, something that describes it a little bit more. Right. Gotcha. And is this a problem or a situation that's unique to Amazon or is this really what any apparel brand is going to face if they're selling online on their own website or another marketplace? Is this what's different about Amazon in terms of it being any more or less onerous here? Well, the thing is that when it comes to Amazon, they like to make your products closer to the Amazon shoppers. So what they're constantly doing, they're reviewing the listings, they're hearing, they're actually asking the customers and they're trying to hear their voice when it comes to what type of products are needed, what type of attribute of this product detail is what makes the difference when they search for the products on Amazon. So in terms of that, in terms of this kind of attribute, Amazon is making updates like all the time. For example, what we've seen recently in the apparel category is that some attributes have become required that wasn't the case before. So for example, a color name. It used to be required only when creating, when grouping listings into parent groups. But now it's been like a mandatory part when creating a listing. It doesn't really matter if it's like a standalone listing or it's a part of a parent group. So this is why we need to be constantly in touch with Amazon's requirements and news and tips and tricks so that we can really follow all the processes and help our clients make their products more visible and more approachable to the Amazon shoppers. So there's a lot of data that Amazon requires from brands. It seems to change over time. And then since I think since apparel catalogs are generally quite large, it means you have to implement that change across a very large number of SKUs. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. And so what are some of the principles around catalog setup and management that apparel brands might not really understand? Like what are some of the best practices that you've picked up along the way? 
Well, working on Amazon Seller Central and Vendor Central, there are a few differences. However, it all comes down to the same point. It's just a different approach. So what I've seen so far is the apparel brands don't really and always understand the need to organize a catalog in a way that is easily readable and easy to navigate by the Amazon shoppers. So for example, on Seller Central, uploading any new listings and organizing the old and the new listings into, again, parent-child groups, it should be done in a way that would provide a few benefits both for the Amazon sellers and the shoppers. So to start with uh, gathering all variations of a product style or type in one detail page, That is helpful for the Amazon shoppers because instead of looking for different variations on different and separate product detail pages, it is more useful and beneficial to have them all gathered on one page. So for example, if you're selling a certain type of shoe and you've got different colors and of course different sizes of that same certain product, that same certain shoe type, it is more beneficial to place it all in one place so that Amazon shoppers can find all the sizes and colors in one detail page than to place them separately on different product pages. So it gives more product visibility to Amazon shoppers. It also helps when placing customer reviews for that particular product type under one roof and bring more customer reviews which gives us potential for high product rating. If more customer reviews are placed in one place, right, then scattered around amongst standalone listings. So gathering new variations that have no reviews under the same parent would make another impact there. So they would be placed together with other listings that already have a substantial amount of reviews, which will boost the new listings, of course. So that's another thing that might be that our clients might not be fully aware of of this kind of benefits. And then finally, generate more sales by exposing all variations of an apparel item in one parent group and providing more choice than leaving, of course, these variations standalone. So the bottom line is that it gets harder for a customer to find and pick from a certain style when they're all scattered around than placed in one detail page. This podcast is brought to you by Acadia, a trusted partner for challenger brands who are looking to make the best use of every marketing dollar, whether that is through SEO, performance media, Amazon and retail media, analytics, or organic social. To learn more, visit acadia.io. That's A-C-A-D-I-A dot I-O. This is a really good point. I just think about my experience as a shopper. If I'm looking for something, and it might be outside of the apparel category, but if I'm looking for an item, there's lots of different variations that might be available. But to actually see them all on one page and understand, okay, this is the widget, and then this is the widget in a different color, and then this is the widget in that different color with a bonus item, then I'm seeing all of the different options I can select it versus from a search results page, just from a shopper perspective, it's a lot more of a cleaner experience. So I think if we begin with the shopper in mind, then what you're proposing here makes a lot of sense rather than one ASIN per 
page. Exactly. And that's my point here. So whenever I work on reorganizing a catalog and working on this so-called parent-child groups, I always try to think from a perspective of an Amazon shopper, of a shopper, you know, Mm. eventually. So if I were a shopper looking for that particular product, I would like to have them to have this kind of choice, you know, between to be able to choose between different colors and of course, to find a particular size. So I think that, you know, looking from a perspective of a shopper, him or herself, is really, really important here, especially when it comes to large catalogs of, you know, that sometimes the catalogs can have like thousands of different listings and we need to make them as visible as possible (laughs) to all Amazon shoppers. So this is really, really helpful. Yep, definitely. So Amazon also has an automatic variation system. So what is that and what does that mean for apparel brands? Yeah, the automatic variation system is something that is widely spread across Amazon Vendor Central platforms. So apart, it's not the same process when it comes to Amazon Seller Central because on Vendor Central, it's like an automatic process. So when you're listing large number of similar listings, Amazon will place them under one roof. So we'll create like one parent for all of those automatically. So on Seller Central, for example, you need to connect the dots and to connect the listings by using so-called flat files or templates like an Excel sheets where actually you can variate the listings by a certain variation theme. When it comes to Vendor Central, this is, again, like an automatical process because Amazon Vendor Central will automatically reorganize the listings based on a couple of attributes. This actually depends on the category. So, for example, in the apparel category, they will look into the product type, the title, bullets description, style name and style number, model name and number, and other attributes such as colors and sizes. So to put this in a simpler way, right? If you're listing number of apparel listings, for example, shoes, and you state the product type, the style name, the model name, like the same, the same way, it will trigger Amazon to think that this is actually the same product type and the same product group. So they will basically automatically create a parent without the need to, for example, use an Excel sheet, which is the way it's done on the Seller Central. So this will be done automatically and you will not have to think about actually grouping the products as long as these products are of the same style, the same model, they have the same model name or number. So it works, this automatic variation system, again, on Vendor Central, But I do believe that this is just a matter of time when this will be implemented on Amazon Seller Central as well. So this so-called AVS will reorganize the catalog into proper parent groups in 24 to 48 hours, only by recognizing the same style, model, and the product type. So this is actually connected to to the Amazon Vendor Central at this point only. So is this program, you know, in your experience and opinion, really good at solving these variation issues automatically? Or is there some kind of, are there some drawbacks to this? Of course. I mean, as if 
with everything. So there are pros and cons. A big benefit is that it's done automatically when it's done right, right? But since this is like an automatic system, it does leave a lot of room for errors. So for example, if these attributes are not stated or if stated differently across the listings of the same type, Amazon will place them as the standalone listings in a vendor central catalog. So in that case, in order to update the parent-child groups, you will eventually have to lean on so-called variation templates. Again, my experience with Vendor Central and Seller Central's catalogs, on Vendor Central, it's a bit easier to fix the parent-child relationships and to change the possible to remove the possible errors, let's call it that way. So for example, if in this automatical process, Amazon has not placed the variations in a proper way, you will need to download this variation template. And with these templates, you're basically sending a note to the Amazon Vendor Central support team to group the listed ASINs, the listed listings, products under the same parent based on the chosen variation theme. So there are lots of variation themes that you can choose from. I've found that recently there are around 1,400 different variation themes. So in this case, yeah, it's a huge number, right? So there's a really, you've got a huge choice here. So you can choose amongst really all kinds of variation themes you can think of. So unlike this automatic system implemented by Amazon Vendor Central, which usually takes around 24 to 48 hours after listings have been submitted, this variation templates that you use either to correct the parent-child groups and the variations or to create a variation group from scratch, it can take anywhere from one day to a few weeks So it can be both the pro and the con. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say here is that there's always a way to fix the variation group if there were any mistakes made in the meantime, especially by this automatic, Mm -hmm. in, in this automatic process, right? So there's always a way to fix it. It's just a matter of time. So sometimes it takes like one day, sometimes it takes a few weeks, but it's not impossible. So yeah, and that's the thing is, I'm sure like many updates Amazon makes, it's like something that will just suddenly one day pop up out of nowhere that your variations have been shifted around and it's not necessarily how you want the products to show up. And so then it's really just you're playing catch up to update it to how you want it to look. And there's not really any schedule that it happens on or no advance warning that it's going to happen. It's just like, oh, the listings look different today. Now we have to figure out what happened and how to change it back. Exactly. Exactly. So we've seen this happening quite a lot. It's just that, just like you said, there's no like scheduled updates. Then we can expect, oh, this is going to happen. But at least we do have a lot of tools that we can use to, if or once that happens, we can work on fixing it and on creating the most suitable parent-child groups. Yep. Okay, great. So what are some of the big decisions that brands have to make when selling in this category, in the apparel or footwear category? Well, since apparel category usually takes 
large catalogs, right? So big number of listings, right? What a seller needs to do is to, first of all, plan ahead and think of grouping the styles and products. This is something that should be taken into account while planning production. So I've seen this, I mean, in my experience with with the apparel brand so far. So I've seen that they're not like completely aware of the way they would like to group their listings. So this should be taken into account. This definitely needs to be taken into account when placing the products on Amazon. So which way, if you would like to place the same product type or different product types under one roof. So the aim is to make them as visible as possible. So this should be a part of a plan. And the other thing is that since apparel category, it's all about, you know, the detail page, what it looks like. It should be more appealing, more and more appealing to the Amazon shoppers. So I would also suggest thinking of the assets to be used when listing the products on Amazon. So in terms of product images, videos, additional content, like product description. So thinking of using storefront, of course. So think of using as beautiful and good looking images, both product images and lifestyle as well. In the past few years, I've seen Amazon allowing some additional features like, you know, placing videos on detailed pages, which really looks great. And it does make a difference. Use as much, you know, lifestyle imagery as well. So also when thinking of placing a product on Amazon, think of also in the meantime, think of creating those appealing assets as well. So I would say at this point that those two topics would be something to consider. So plan ahead of, think of grouping the products and think of creating great assets as well. What's the craziest thing that happened to you or happened to a client in this category (laughs) related to this question, this issue? Yeah, this is actually a great question. And (laughs) when I think about it, those like craziest situations usually happened like a couple of days before the huge selling events like Black Friday <laughs> or oh you know, the upcoming holidays and you know what kind of prime day, <laughs> so you know what kind of craziness we might get into. So for example, we had this client with like thousands of listings and a few days right before the Black Friday that happened a few years ago, they decided to change some attributes. I think it was about the price the selling price. So what they did, they just downloaded the flat file, the template with all the listings attributes, and they changed, they updated the price. However, they forgot about the parent-child relationship. So they forgot to mention the parent SKUs. So what happened is that the whole catalog, the parent-child groups in the whole catalog were broken. So all the listings were suddenly made standalone. And it was around, like, it was literally two days before the Black Friday event. So I clearly remember that. And you can see why. (laughs) So you really have to be precautious when it comes to even the smallest changes, if applied to the whole catalog. Right. I mean, we, of course, we managed to fix the parent-child relationships in time, but it was really, really stressful. 
again, yeah. it was a lesson learned <laughs> for the clients. So, yeah, this was really awesome. <laughs> so we talked about the importance of grouping listings properly. And then I also wanted to touch on another note that you had here about a butterfly effect of changing one variation or attribute. What is the public service announcement that you want to make there? That actually goes in line with what I've mentioned right now. So when it comes to, you know, even the smallest changes on large catalogs, if applied to the whole catalog, it can make a huge difference. So when I say butterfly effect, I can easily relate it to the previous experience with that brand who had thousands of listings. So they wanted to change the price, but they forgot about the parent-child relationships, which is something to really be precautious about when preparing the templates, the Excel files with the changes that would affect the whole catalog. So do not, whatever you do, if you do have parent-child relationships already created in your catalog, whatever kind of change you make, check if the parent and child SKUs are added properly, because even the slightest change can make a mess and you have to work it out <laughs> on thousands of listings. So that would be like my tip, <laughs> my tip and trick. So something that I've learned along. Great. And so I've got a rapid fire question for you here, Z. What have you changed your mind about recently? Well, I thought about it and I think that it would be how Amazon platform more than any other e-commerce platform here, they got to be like the number one selling platform. The classic and the old classic retail ways of selling are no longer popular. I thought that would never happen. For some questions, I'm like old school kind of girl. But ever since, especially COVID, ever since COVID hit, the online platforms and the online kind of purchasing has become like the number one, the primarily way of selling and buying. So mm -hmm. I thought that would never happen, <laughs> but yeah. that happened in the end. So that's what changed my mind in the past few years, <laughs> for sure. Nice. Well, it's been great having you on the show, Z. You've got, you know, blood, sweat and tears is what the product of your blood, sweat and tears is, all of this amazing insight into product variations, how things work, how to fix them, and appreciate you sharing all of your hard-won wisdom on the show. It's been my pleasure, and thank you for having me here. And, yeah, looking forward to the new Amazon requirements and the new ways of Amazon's thinking. So <laughs> stay tuned. There's yeah. going to be more, <laughs> for Great. sure. Thanks, Z. Thank you so much.